This is Global Ambitions, your 15-minute window into the minds of localization and international go-to-market experts. Discover how they respond to their biggest challenges. Here's today's host. Hi, I'm uh, Antoine Ray, and I'll be your host today for this Global Ambitions podcast episode. And today, my guest is Felicitas Kermarek, Head of Copywriting and Translation at Spread Group. And today we're going to be talking about customer experience with international copywriting. Felicitas, welcome to the program. Thank you, Antoine. Thanks for having me. Do you want to tell us maybe a couple of minutes about your company, Spread Group, you know, as well as your role within the organization? Sure. So um, Spread Group is a family of brands all related to print on demand. We have five brands that allow customers and businesses to create, buy, and sell customized apparel and accessories. In my role of head of copywriting and translation, I have a team of um, nine people consisting of six copywriters, a localization manager, content strategist, and a working student. And actually, yeah, we have a big team of freelancers also who supports us fulfilling all the copywriting and localization needs of the company. Yeah, and we are localized into 13 languages for most brands. Very good. Yeah, one of my first jobs when I was 16 was printing personalized messages on T-shirts at the time for specific companies and things like that. So it's great to see that has evolved into a massive multinational uh, business in this case. Can you tell us, so the interesting part here is that in your organization, you have combined the translation and copywriting function. So I'd like for you maybe to explain to our listeners how you're set up and how that works within the organization and the rationale probably behind putting those two together. Yes. So the team in this communization exists since um, 2012. Before, Mm -hmm. the content team was quite small and all copy was written in German and then localized by freelancers in all languages. And then there was a change. We decided to create like an internal agency who is fulfilling all copywriting and localization needs for the whole company. Before also marketing people were writing newsletters, for example. And then we said, okay, we hire a really a group of professionals to professionalize the copywriting, to set up brand guidelines, terminology, and to really have a very good quality. And this included to also hire English and French copywriters because um, these are the most important markets for us, North America with English and UK and France. Since then, we are doing copywriting next to translation. So the smaller countries are translated and localized. Um, This is also happening in my team, but with freelancers or agencies. And for the main markets, we are writing the copy. And you guys are part of the, uh, because usually we've seen a trend like in the industry, certainly moving from translation to pure copywriting and adaptation as well, but uh, a lot of copywriting, but that usually belongs uh, or falls under the marketing organization. Are you guys part of the marketing organization or customer experience or... Yes, exactly. Um, I'm part of the customer experience team, uh, where we also have um, photography products set up and design. And yeah, the marketing departments are working on themselves and are using my department like a creative agency. 
Got so it. it's completely centralized, all um, copywriting tasks. So you're, you're providing a service to that marketing team instead of them going externally. Exactly. Very good. Interesting to have that centralized though within the organization because usually then marketing would have a tendency to work like with local agencies in the market. So in this case, are there campaigns that you are driving globally versus that campaigns that you're driving locally, I guess? Um, yes, there are. Actually, most campaigns are driven for all markets we serve. But as there is focus on English, French and German, here we do a bit more. We have more communication that we send out. There's more budget flowing there. And yeah, we try to push these markets. So yeah, sometimes we are only creating copy for these three main markets. But for important campaigns like that are always coming, Valentine's Day, Christmas, Easter, stuff like this, it's always for all countries. And then for very specific things, um, we do localized marketing. Also for smaller countries sometimes. For example, in the Netherlands, you have the King's Day, Königintag, right. there we are doing special campaigns. So we look at what is happening in our countries and where can we do nice targeted marketing. Yeah, and it's decided on, I would say, on a strategic level. Okay, because what we've observed as well a lot is that you have still a kind of a centralized marketing function that will run some global campaigns. And sometimes they say like, oh, yeah, we've localized that campaign. And for instance, they're going to talk about uh, basketball. And guess what? Basketball is going to be great in the States or in Japan, but maybe not as relevant in Germany or in France, where you'd be better off talking about a different sport, I guess. So do you still see a disconnect sometimes between that central team and the localization effort versus a kind of a requirement for local created content? Yeah, of course. I mean, we could do things even better it's always room to improve i think we already have a good eye on what mm -hmm. is important in the different countries the marketing teams pay attention to that and then i have my team to also give input if we see that something is not fitting our translators also give us feedback if sometimes something is not relevant for their markets so i think we influence each other and working like correctives for each other to learn and set up good marketing strategies that fit all markets but of course, yeah, it's a constant process of improving and really testing and finding out what is relevant to the different markets. And then, so is there a way or do you have like a, a process for you to track the impact of what you're doing in translation versus maybe local copywriting, you know, uh, in terms of traffic it's going to generate on your website and interest for your services and products? Mm -hmm. It's always hard to find out which impact the copy, the pure copy has. Yeah. Of course, we are analyzing the results and the performance of the copy and pieces of content we create. I had a look into our newsletters. That was interesting because, the, for example, the French newsletters are copy written, mm -hmm. but other newsletters are only localized and others are only sent in English language to uh, people of not English native language. So here we can see that it's really beneficial to localize the newsletters. If mm -hmm. let's say a Spanish person receives an English newsletter, there will be less respondents than to a Spanish newsletter, but we don't see any difference between a copywritten or a localized newsletter ah. because there are so many factors that are important. It also depends on 
the saturation of the market, for example, or the frequency, how often you send out newsletters. So we can't see that uh, copywritten newsletters work better, for example, but we can see that localized newsletters work better compared to just English, for example. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, it's always hard to measure. I mean, this is something I always try to do, find out if copy really makes a the difference. We sometimes do A-B testing so we can find out which wordings work better, but it's mm -hmm. hard to test copywritten versus localized copy because you never know why something performs better or not so well, actually. And so what drives the decision to go copywriting versus translation? Because I presume copywriting is going to be more expensive than translation in this case. Not really. Actually, on those markets where we do copywriting, we also have a bigger revenue. So the efficiency ratio is actually often better even okay. than for just localized markets. I think it's just an organizational question. If we put the same effort into all our markets that we do right now for our three main markets, I think we could drive the business and grow. But this is some strategic decision. At the moment, we are only focusing on those three countries where we do copywriting. This might change in the future. I think it's more a question of how quickly you want to grow and resources. I think when we put a lot of effort into a market, it will grow. And right now we only focus on three main markets. Okay, so that, that's why you put all your efforts, got it. And so can you tell us maybe that model with your internal agency working with marketing and uh, potentially other parts of the organization under the, the customer experience group? You've had some challenges and successes, I'm sure, putting this in place, you know, and things have changed along the way, I'm sure. Can you... Give us one or two examples that would be useful for everyone out there that is trying to do the same thing. Yeah, I think it's really beneficial to have copywriters in-house because you get a lot of input from them on a cultural level and the copy can be much more creative and humorous, for example. If you are aiming on target groups where you want to bring in some humor, I think it's always nice to have copywriters. Of course, you can tell your freelancers, do a transcreation, be free, but... Uh, I think we all know working in this industry that, yeah, it's harder to, to get really very good marketing copy when it's localized. It's more effort because we have so many projects and then you would need to explain all the background info and the goals and everything to your translators so that they understand the need and are free enough to really play with the copy. But if you have people in-house, you can be much more playful with the copy. So I think we created some really nice campaigns with help of our in-house copywriters that were very, yeah, a very good success in their countries because those people really know how to reach their audience. And I don't want to say that freelancers don't know this, but it's harder. The communication mm -hmm. um, is more it's more of an effort to explain everything if you work with an agency or a freelancer. So it's more effortless. So this is, I think, a very good advantage. And yeah, in general, the quality of the copy is, is better. Sometimes we see a disconnect between the central organization and the local marketing manager. And when they receive the copy or when the local marketing manager receives the copy of the translation, they go back and look at it and say, well, that's not really adapted to our market. And do you feel like by having implemented your current setup, you're reducing that disconnect a lot, I guess? 
Exactly. For those three languages where we do copywriting, for sure. Sometimes we have such a big need. We also send out things to external agencies for French and English, for example, and then we get it back and we see, ah, we have to really still put a lot of effort into it to have the result we want. Yeah. I mean, I think it's possible to work with agencies and freelancers also in a very constructive and good way. But I feel it's more effort to establish this kind of work relationship. And it's easier when you have people in-house because they are part of all processes of all projects and they really have the big picture. And it's, it's easier for them to understand everything and to write quickly. And of course, we are much more flexible on those markets. Let's say we have a very urgent and quick communication. That was the case with the first lockdown mm -hmm. when COVID mm. um, came. We had to close down our factories in NA. And this has a great impact to our merchants and partners who are selling with us. So we had to send out communication right away. And that happened like Friday afternoon or something. And then our copywriters were able to write everything over the weekend or even the same evening. And we were really very agile and flexible. And I think this is something we couldn't have done with an agency or it would have been much more difficult like on a Friday night. So this is another advantage to have people in-house who can react very quickly and make adaptions to important copy. Very good. Well, I'm sure that all of our listeners will be very happy to hear what you have to say about that. And somehow we probably all have worn some of you apparels, you know, that are available in the market uh, through your clients, I guess. But thanks very much, Felicitas, for coming uh, on this program. It's a very hot topic in the market, so I'm sure we'll get a very good response. So thank you very much for participating in Global Ambitions today. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Global Ambitions. Subscribe at globalambitions.net or wherever you get your podcasts.